everyone. Welcome to Eyes to See podcast. My name is Brittany and welcome. I'm so glad that you are here and taking the time out to listen to this episode. This is actually episode 13, if you can believe that. And this episode is actually titled Feeling Lucky. And so I thought it would be fun um, with St. Patrick's Day coming up this Sunday um, to kind of do a special podcast for that. And so I don't know about you, but can you believe that it's March? <laughs> um, I think we can all remember March 2020 of last year and how everything in the world and everything just shut down. And um, I'm feeling better with this March so far. Um, it's it's definitely for sure better <laughs> than last March. Um but what I've really enjoyed is so far is the change of seasons here in Colorado. We've actually had some really warm days. Um, we've been in the mid sixties, which is fantastic. And that feeling of spring is in the air. Um, but you know, it's going to change because it usually does here. So of course we have a massive snowstorm coming in this weekend and they're saying that we're supposed to get like 46 inches of snow. Um, so I sure hope not. <laughs> Maybe we'll be lucky and we'll get like 10. So anyways, we'll see what happens this weekend, but luckily it's over the weekend and we can all be home. Um, but this Sunday is St. Patrick's day for sure. And so in honor of that, um, that is why I came up with this podcast, um, that said, that basically is you are not lucky, but you are blessed. And so I want you to think for a second, have you ever heard someone say to you that, oh, you are just so lucky? Or maybe you have even said it to yourself. Um, I, I don't want to say I don't think that I'm lucky. <laughs> for example, um, my sweet mother-in-law, she is lucky. She can put her name in a drawing or I don't know, something where you can win something. And she like, Jen, she always wins. It's so magical. And she, I always asked her like, what do you do? And she's like, I just put it out there that good vibes that I'll win. So I tried that. It totally didn't work for me. And so maybe you're neither me or like my sweet mother-in-law who does <laughs> is super lucky with stuff like that. Um, last year, actually it's been almost two years ago, my husband put in for a, um, it was a drawing for all you can eat ribs for a year at Texas Roadhouse and he won. But see again, like that's his mom. She's lucky. So I feel like it kind of like goes down the line. And so anyways, it's been awesome. So it's fun when you win stuff and you may relate to when someone says that you're lucky, but I kind of want to dig a little bit deeper than just saying that you're lucky. A lot of people, and you might be one of these people, you might have a lucky charm. Um, a lot of people will associate luck with when they see a rainbow or a shamrock or um, a pot of gold, um, or even a leprechaun, right? As good luck symbols. Um, and so I want you to take a moment and think about this question. What do you think luck is? 
For most people, luck is seen as a force that makes good things happen to people without any real rhyme or reason. But because we know about Heavenly Father and His love for us, we know that luck is actually blessings from God. A few weeks ago, um, I was surprised by a flower delivery on my doorstep. And I still don't know who it was that decided to bring me some joy that day, but they did. And it was going, it was a really good day so far. And later that day, I found out some news that I wasn't expecting. I had been praying for something specific. And I was super bummed when the outcome wasn't what I was planning. And I had a good cry for a minute. Um, I felt sorry for myself for a minute. And then the thought came to my mind that Heavenly Father was aware of me and that he loved me and he had a much better plan for me instead. And I reflected on those flowers that were brought to me by someone and I put them on my kitchen table and that whole week that I, anytime I'd kind of have those feelings that, or emotions or thoughts come into mind um, of, I don't know, feeling sorry or just being bummed out, I, I would look at those flowers on my kitchen table and knew that Heavenly Father was aware of me and our family and that everything was going to be okay. Um, a sweet friend shared a personal story with me about having what seemed to be bad luck ended up in good timing. And maybe you can relate to that. I think there's probably all of us can relate to something that we were annoyed at that seemed to just be bad luck and then ended up being that good timing later down the road. So this sweet friend of mine mentioned almost four years ago when we were looking for a house to buy, once we were married, we kept getting beat out by cash offers or bids higher than we could afford. And she said it happened a bunch of times and it was super disappointing for them until one day we saw on Facebook that a friend of ours um, with both her and her husband was selling their place and it's now the little condo that she owns with her husband. And it's actually been better for them than all the other places that they had looked previous previously. And I think sometimes that's not, I think, I know sometimes that's usually how it works. God can see the big picture and when we can't. And I think that's when that big piece of faith comes into play where we have to have faith and trust in his plan for us, even if we can't see it or understand or we're disappointed or frustrated with how it's going. Heavenly Father and our Savior know each of us, and he knows they both know what we need perfectly. And they give us those special blessings. I like to call them lucky charms. And sometimes they give us just enough of those lucky charms to let us know that it's going to be okay. Um, Jeffrey R. Holland is one of my favorite people in this world. Um, I've never been able to meet him. Hopefully, maybe one day I can. 
Um, but he's so very good at, at his words. And um, he he wrote a talk. Um, it's been a few years ago, I guess. But he wrote a talk about um, when, like, having an idea of or hope of good things to come. And so I just want to read a few of his comments that he wrote um, about trying to keep going when you feel maybe you're in a bad luck stage and you're waiting for your lucky charms to kick in. So he said um, to those, to any of you that may be struggling to see the light and find that hope, I say, hold on, keep trying. God loves you. Things will improve. He goes on to say, I think of young mothers and fathers who are faithfully having their families while still in school or just newly out trying to make ends meet, even as they hope for a brighter financial future someday. He also said, I think of single parents who face all of this but face it alone have confronted death or divorce, alienation or abandonment, abandonment, or some other misfortune that they had not foreseen in happier days and certainly had not wanted. I think of those who want to be married and aren't, those who desire to have children and cannot, those who have acquaintances but very few friends, those who are grieving over the death of a loved one, or are themselves ill with disease. This was his advice. He said, To all of these and so many more, I say, cling to your faith, hold on to your hope, pray always, and be believing. He said, If you cannot always see that silver lining on your clouds, God can, for he is the very source of the light you seek. He does love you, and he knows your fears. He hears your prayers. He is your Heavenly Father, and surely he matches with his own the tears his children shed. He shares a story in this talk, and I'm just going to paraphrase it, um, that really has always stuck out with me, and it might stick out with you. Um, especially when it comes to making decisions or feeling like things are just going so great and then it's not. <laughs> and then that bad luck creeps in and you can't see that silver lining. So um, Jeffrey R. Holland, he talk, tells a story about um, when he was younger, he had a little family who set out to cross the United States to attend graduate school. And they had no money. They had an old car. And they had packed everything, earthly possession, um, into the smallest U-Haul trailer available. Um, so they drove about 34 miles up the highway. And their old car erupted. And so pulling off the freeway onto the frontage road, Jeffrey R. Holland surveyed his car and the steam and matched it with his own, he said. And he left his wife and two innocent kids. Um, the youngest was just three months old, so a tiny baby. 
and to wait in the car while he walked three miles to the closest town. Um, and he thinks that the population then was probably about 65 people. So you can imagine that. I'm sure you've gone on a road trip and have t- passed a town where you didn't think anyone lived there, right? So as he got into town, he said a very kind citizen offered a drive back to his family. He said the car, his car was attended to slowly, very slowly driven back to the town for inspection. He said after more than two hours of checking and rechecking, there was no immediate problem that they could find. And so they packed themselves back in the car and started on their journey again. And if you can believe this, in the exact same moment, in almost pretty much the exact same time, in the exact same spot on the highway, the same ex- same explosion and steam and the car stopping under the hood again in the exact same place. And he said that he was feeling more foolish than angry. So again, he left his family, walked again those three miles to get some more help. The same man who helped him before said, either you or that fellow who looks just like you ought to get a new radiator for that car. The same kind friend who he had met gave him a lift back to the same automobile and its ancient, anxious little occupants. He said he didn't know whether to laugh or to cry when he saw his young family. He asked him again, the friend that picked him up, How far have you come? He said. 34 miles, I answered. How much farther do you have to go? Jeffrey R. Holland said, 2,600 miles. The sweet new friend went on to say, Well, you might make that trip, and your wife and those two little kitties might make that trip, but none of you are going to make it in that car. So, they were have to get a new radiator, and they had to figure things out. Now, was it bad luck that this happened to them? Maybe it was a blessing in disguise. But sometimes you have to trust God and believe that good things are to come. You want to keep trying. You want to keep going. There's help and happiness ahead, a lot of it. And sometimes what we have to do in those moments is count your blessings. Um, there's a song that I enjoy, um, and it's about counting your blessings. And I just want to read some of the lyrics for you. Um, it said, when upon life's billows, you are tempest tossed. When you are discouraged, thinking all is lost. Count your many blessings, name them one by one. And it will surprise you what the Lord has done. Count your blessings, name them one by one, 
count your blessings, see what God hath done. Count your many blessings, name them one by one. Count your many blessings, see what God hath done. This is the last one that I really like. So amid the conflict, whether great or small, do not be discouraged. God is over all. Count your many blessings. Angels will attend. Help and comfort give you to your journey's end. So I like to think that we aren't just in good luck or good fortune, but that we truly are blessed. And whether you see it as your special lucky charms or whether you see it as blessings from heaven, either way, God is aware of you. He loves you. He knows what you need. He knows your struggles and your hardships. And he knows how you're feeling in this moment. This last week, um, I want to be, I guess, be honest in closing. Um, this last week has been a weird one for me. Um, I I don't know. I, I kind of feel like I was in some type of funk. Um, I don't know if it was realizing that we've all been doing our best and getting through the last year with COVID. Um, I think that was probably part of it. Um, there's lots of things, I guess, going on in the world. And I was just kind of got in my head a little bit too much. And I um, opened up my scriptures and I, I, this happened yesterday, actually, I opened up my scriptures and I just said a quick prayer in my heart that I just needed to know that it was going to be okay. And, um, I just needed that lucky charm that I could grasp and feel from my heavenly father that he was aware of me and that he knew that I was having a hard time. And so I, when I opened up my scriptures, I turned to a scripture and it talked about how we have a God who is a God of miracles. And that really touched my heart. Um, I, um, also today, um, I follow speaking of Jeffrey R. Holland, who I talked about in his story. Um, he was on social media this morning. Um, and one of his posts popped up. If you don't follow him, by the way, on Instagram or Facebook, you totally should. He's like one of those like special giants that are just, oh, he's just so good. But he, he said something in today that I almost felt like it was for me. And this is what he said in his post. He said, um, Dear friends, remember, you have, like Esther, been born for such a time as this. Don't be fearful and don't be discouraged. God will be with you on your journey always. Just be sure to take him and his word with you. And remember, pray always to hear his voice in the scriptures. 
And so that his comment and then with me reading, just as a reminder that God is, our God is the God of miracles, that, like I said, whether we see our lucky charms as blessings or our blessings as lucky charms, our God loves us and he will always be there to give us hope and love and encourage us. And so I hope you were able to to think about and count your blessings this week. And I know when I do that and I count my blessings and realize how blessed I am that I am able to see more with that silver lining during cloudy times and to really know how blessed I am. So I encourage you this week, if you've been struggling, maybe like I have, to count your many blessings and name them one by one. Write them down. Um, It may take you a minute, but once you start that process, you're going to see how blessed you really are. And don't overthink it. I think sometimes we want to write these grand blessings down. And it's also the simple ones too that that we tend to forget about. So I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Um, happy St. Patrick's Day on Sunday. And we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs>